With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Moment I've been waiting on. And my soul is overflowing with anxieties and expectations. Full of desire. I just want it so bad. So real It's right there Just wanna reach out and touch it For what all disappears Sometimes It feels like Like everything Is passing me by Every now and then It's feeling like Ship has gone and sailed away But I I gotta be strong Trying until 
either I get locked out or I figure out the right combination. And so I was able to figure it out. So everything is good here. How are you doing? Oh, wow. That's so funny. I'm doing well. Um, I was trying to get on same thing here. And I, so you'll have to tell me again because it's in my, it's in my, my old other phone, which I can't get. I'm locked out. Well, not locked out. I, I think I need a battery. And so I've not had access to um, that phone in a couple of weeks now. And I have it logged in that one. So I was trying, and I just said, forget it. And I used uh, Facebook <laughs> to find out. So, gotcha. Funny. Yeah. Funny. I, so, I, um, I, had to, I had to reset my computer and... Uh, and then I went to log in. I said, "Oh shoot, I don't remember the password." And uh, but it all worked out. It all worked out here. Because I had called in anyway. I said, "If nothing else, Tammy can pull me in." But um, I was like, "You know what? I'm going to figure this out today." <laughs> yeah, I rem- I think I remember what it is. I think I have the the capitalization wrong is what I think so but I just got tired of playing with it so I was like okay we'll deal with it later so yeah I'll send it to you I think I know what it is okay okay well hi the family and miss uh the lady of the house look Nadia <laughs> <laughs> right oh man so shout out to my my principal um who um so Nadia normally leaves on Monday evenings, uh, just because, you know, she's here all day with Tamari on Mondays, um, you know, because uh, Tamari, you know, can handle her and work on Mondays, but Tamari facilitates a lot of training on, um, you know, Tuesday, you know, usually is a busy day, so Tamari, you know, um, can't keep her then, but because um, I've been going into the building every day. But uh, last week, you know, my principal and I were having a, a, a meeting and, you know, she was, you know, like, if you needed something, like you would tell me right now, you know, kind of brought it up to her. I didn't say anything right then and there, but walking out the door, I was like, well, you know, if, if I were able to work from home on Tuesdays, um, you know, that would allow my daughter to stay home at least one more day. So that was um that was the case this week. So she said, Go ahead and work from home, you know, this Tuesday and next Tuesday, because um, after that is winter break. So uh that gives us a little bit more time with uh with Nadia. But she's doing good. Tamari's doing good. Tamari is just wrapping up her uh podcast tonight. She uh had a show tonight at seven, so uh, they are both good. Uh, Tammy, just wait until you see uh, Ms. Naughty in person and her extensive vocabulary. <laughs> uh, I have heard it. She is something else. I've heard, I'm sure I haven't heard quite, I mean, even the, I just have not heard enough, but I can just tell, mm. I, I think I told you, maybe to Mary too, that she's been here before. She is certainly an old soul full of much character. Yes, yes. I just had Dolly How, how is Miss Dolly? She is fine. I just she actually just left about twenty minutes ago, so she was here. I had her practically all day, 
And she's so funny. I think the highlight of my week was hearing her. She's counting now to 20, and she gets to 15, and she says 15. And I thought that is hilarious, and it makes so much sense. So she doesn't say 15. She says 15, 16, 17. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that was 15. I said, it makes sense to say it. Why do we say 15? And, and everything else is four, five, you know, six, seven, and all that. But we get to the sheep counts, and she says five teens. And I thought that was just hilarious. But she's doing well, growing, and waiting on her. Her little brother will be here, I guess, in a couple of weeks. So um, Mama is she's a bit under the weather today. So I don't know if that means something is happening. Or, you know, just the stress of it all. So, so I had Dolly here. Yeah. But other than that, life is good. Everybody is is good. Just just kind of sitting and doing life the way it comes, I guess. So, which is so appropriate for tonight's topic. I know um, right now it's, this is this is so timely. Again, for me, as many of our discussions are on here, but it's so timely, especially as we, again, uh, start to wind down 2020. And, you know, I think you will agree for us. um, And I won't say it's just another year, but it is. And because I think all Mm -hmm. of our years have been, we've had, regardless, at the at this time of the year, everybody is like, "Oh, I'm ready for a new year. I'm ready to start the new year. I'm ready to start the new year." And then we we get in the new year, um, we start. We may start it differently, but most times it ends up the same. And so yeah. I wonder. I want to start it out this way. I wonder how many people are. I guess I'm wondering how will people celebrate New Year, the New Year? Like, what will be different, if anything at all? Will there be? Um, oh, uh, I, I just, I just, I just wonder. I just, I don't know how to put that in words, but I just wonder how people are going to feel about going into the New Year. Because I, I've been hearing people saying, "I'm so over 2020," um, but. Many of us who say that were was we was also so over 2019, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, <laughs> no, 5 teams. 5 teams. You better preach it. And so I just wonder what will be different or how, and I'm talking to myself, how will I be different? Because, you know, tw- yeah, there's, 2020 has been a challenge with, the mask and, of course, COVID. Um, but I just really wonder if we just found new things and new ways to be busy, to be distracted, and to be um, the same, I guess is a, is a mm-hmm. good way to say it, to be the same. So this year for me has been, I think, probably – the most, and I think I, I thought I've had some reflective years, and I and when I say reflective, meaning um, soul searching, um, internalizing 
things and people and, and, and just who I am and internalizing uh, where, what I want to do, even still at, at the age I am. I still have so many goals and so many things uh, that I just, just allowed myself to be distracted from. So, um, and I don't want, to, I really, I don't want to wait until 2021. I don't want to wait till January 1st. Um, I think we should have a new year every day. Like we should think this is a new year because I think what whatever we do today changes our tomorrow, our future. So uh, today, if we look at it that way, today is that new year. Um, because again, what we do and how we do it uh, is going to affect tomorrow, the future, 2021, even 2020, you know. So as I think about us coming to the end and even, you know, just discussing how it affected us, uh, what we've learned, how we've grown, um, what's our vision for 2021, which I like that better than saying my New Year's resolutions. I think if we focus on a or, or have some imagination about our vision, then we might look at life a little differently and then even look at 2020 different as well. So how about you? Tammy, um, uh, you said a few things that, that got me thinking, um, but I want to go back to what you just said about, you know, focusing on a new year, um, you know, and we should be focusing on, like, it should be a new year every day. And Romans 12 and 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And so instead of focusing on a new year, why not focusing why not focus on renewing your mind? We try to associate spiritual things calendar year. We try to associate mental things with a calendar year. We try to we try to associate emotional things with a calendar year. When the two have nothing in common, you don't have to wait for January the first to make a change in your life, because truth be told, regardless of how you go to bed December 31st, you're going to wake up and it's just going to be another day. And that's why it's so easy for us to get excited and hyped up and, ooh, this is my year. This is the year that I'm going to lose weight or this is the year that I am going to pursue my dreams or this is the year that, you know, I'm going to receive my financial blessings. And the two have nothing to do with each other. We're trying to connect spiritual blessings 
to something that is physical. And you don't need to wait for January the 1st. People, as crazy as it sounds, people have hit the lottery in December. And it has changed their lives financially. People have been hired for new jobs in November. You don't need to wait for a physical beginning to a new year. But it goes back to Romans 12 and 2. It says, be not conformed to this world. The world gets excited about January 1st. And not even the whole world, because Chinese New Year is a completely different day. But it says, be not conformed to this world. The world tells us to get excited about January 1st. The world tells us to get excited about December 25th or Thanksgiving or these other, these other holidays. No. You don't have to wait. To start your journey You can start it right now if you wanted to And even if you don't Do your first uh, Even if you don't You know do your first motivational Speaking engagement Tomorrow You can start planning for it right now You may not publish your book Next week You may not publish your book for another three or four or five years, but you can start writing it. You don't need this extra time or you don't need this this so-called day as soon as you can. But remember, it it says, be ye transformed. And transformation is what this show is all about. It's about change. It's about evolution. It's about a process. It's about growth. All of those things, according to the Bible, happen when you renew your mind. So, we have a tendency to get away from the, 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 the things of the mind. We've talked about matters of the heart um, within the last year. We have a tendency to get, get away from things. And the Bible says renew them. Renew your mind. It's okay. Just because, just because you make a mistake or because you fall down or because you get away from your goal today or this week doesn't mean that you can't get back on the train tomorrow. You know, stop, stop, stop giving yourself a crutch by saying, Oh, this is a cheat day. No, it's not a cheat day. (laughs) It's not a cheat day. Why are you cheating? Not a cheat day. Today you just had fried chicken. It doesn't mean you have to have fried fish tomorrow, fried pork chops the next day, 
It doesn't mean that. It just means that today you have fried chicken. Okay. Tomorrow, get back on whatever diet you want. Have baked chicken tomorrow. And go for a walk. You 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 did not do your best on this paper that you were writing for your class. Okay. Take the the teacher or the professor's feedback and do better on the next one. Don't just don't just say, Well, I you know, I messed up. So I might as well stay on this path of destruction. No, get back on there. Renew your mind. Make up in your mind. Okay, you know, I'm I'm human. Human have humans have flaws, and get back to it. Back over to you, Tevin. So Rodney, I have a I have a question for you. Um, as it relates. To guarding your heart. Um, how do you think? And, and I, I want to bring it there. It's something you said triggered it. I wish I could remember exactly what it was, but I want to bring it there because I feel that so many of us, so many of us, me included, like there are things that we just have not dealt with. Um, we do not deal with. And we have no plans on dealing with. And those things become, maybe that's what it says, but you said matters of the heart. Those things become, they, they root within us. Um, I, again, I've been, I've been off, off Facebook for a couple of weeks now. Um, I got on just here and there to, I don't even think it, I think maybe the first time was this week for a while, but I just, it just kind of happened where I realized okay, I just needed more more, more something, <laughs> but it wasn't Facebook. Like more quiet time, I guess, more, um, more silence, more, less. I needed, my eyes needed to see less. Um, meaning, you know, just, and that's kind of the only one that I use. But it became so clear after a while, the space that I felt like I had, if that's a word for the clarity, the peace, um, because there's so many things. Um, so when I think about guarding our heart, I think about what our eyes see, how we brought up the fried chicken, how we debate with ourselves, how we judge, um, maybe not judge, but how, I, I was going to say ourselves, but how we go back and forth with shoulda, woulda, coulda, um, comparing our life, our lives to others, um, thinking that we always have to get the next big thing, new thing, or be, you know, add another zero to the salary or the newness, just, just, just never really being content with, 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 I won't even say little, with much, with much. So as you talked about matters of the heart, um, I'm sure that many people, because of 2020 and what has, you know, taken, what has the life we've had to live, the changes that we've had to uh, endure, 
I'm sure that people probably have gained a few pounds in the heart. Um, from a lot of people have lost loved ones. Um, and as I think about that, you know, brings me back to where I want to go next with the communication part. Um, maybe lost loved ones, not just because of COVID, they had not had a conversation, but even maybe before COVID, there were no real conversations. Um, I've been also, I've been watching Iana, and I always say her name, probably not right, but Fix My Life. And I see, I see so many older women. When I say older, I mean like to be my grandma, um, to be my mom, um, just still having so much stuff weighing on their heart, still not really having peace and contentment with life. And I think about when I say much, like with all those years, with 70 plus years, that's much to me. Like God has given grace and mercy to allow you to live even through this time through 2020. So I found myself checking myself because it's easy to get in that space when you're looking at the world, when you're looking at people, when you are um, in your mind, I'll say, bringing it back. How, how do you feel to people here that guard your heart, um, and I've heard people describe it in many, many ways. What do, you, what, what, what do you take from guarding your heart? How do you think people are able or can we guard our heart? Well, I think that you have to, one, um, you know, whenever I think about the heart, um, I always think about the mind because I, I think that's what, we're, I think that's what we're talking about, you know, because the other heart pumps blood, you know. Um, so I think about the mind and I think about like, you know, like the soul of a person and, and what it is that you, that you think, what you feel, um, you know, I think about those things. And so for me, it's, what is it that you think about the most? What is it that consumes your thoughts? What is it that consumes your day? Like what what takes up most of your time? Even when you're praying, what do you find yourself praying for most? And I think when you when you think about those things and you evaluate those things, mm-hmm. You have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Because I'm going to go here about, about, about praying. God gave all of us free will. That is my belief. God gave all of us free will. So if you are spending your time 
praying for God to change somebody, and it is clear that that person does not want to change, is it productive? Because God is not going to make somebody change. That would defeat the whole purpose of creating good and evil. Why would he, why would he create? Why, why would there be good and evil if everybody's just going to be good? Why would there be good and bad decisions or right and wrong decisions? We have a choice. We have a choice. And there are either rewards for your choices or consequences. And sometimes you may not get either one right away. But why are we focusing our energy on other people, especially when they're adults? And I'm not saying that that's a wrong thing because it could be a good thing. But you've got to ask yourself, is it worth it? How is it helping you? So think about what you spend most of your time on. Where's your mind most of the day? And is it productive? Because even in the Bible, it talks about thinking about good things and righteous things and things of good report and, you know, all of that. So where's your mind? Is your mind, you know, on your next project? Is it on your dreams? Do you think about your dreams often? If you think about your dreams, are you thinking about the steps you need to take in order to get there? Or, as I see often, especially in social media, are you constantly thinking about the haters, the doubters, Where's your mind? In the Bible it says such that a man thinketh, so is he. And out of the abundance of the heart, and abundance means a lot, out of the abundance of the heart, a man will speak. What do you find yourself talking about? So I think that when we when we think about the matters of the heart, I think we have to we have to evaluate our thoughts. We have to evaluate where we spend our time. We have to evaluate our conversations and understand that the people you see moving forward and progressing and moving upward these are people who are either A, they got real lucky, or they're just focused. Look at the people who you think are successful. And I don't mean celebrities, but people around you. And and, and ask yourself, what do these people talk about? Because you don't know what they're thinking, but what do they talk about the most? When everybody's having a good time, where are these, where are these people? When everybody's at the party, where are these people? When everybody's hanging out, where are these people? Evaluate, evaluate these successful people. 
When everybody's working until they're 60, 70, 80 years old, what are these people doing when they're 60? Start paying attention to the people around you that don't say much. And I think we will find a lot of answers, Tammy, just by taking a step back or just sitting down for a moment and evaluating our lives and taking a look at people around us who appear, because I can't say that they necessarily have it together, but who appear to have it together. Because I think there, I think there are, I think the answers that we seek or the answers that we want, I don't think they are hidden like we think they are. But I think that there are too many things and too many people clouding our vision. Your thoughts, Tammy. I agree. I, I, I certainly agree with that. I want to go back to something you said, and then I want to read a very short little, very short little um, piece here. But you talked about how the successful people, how do we treat the successful people? Um, or, or basically, that's not what you said, I'm sorry. I want to ask, how do you treat them? Like when we see successful people, um, what do we think instantly? And what is success? Because I thought about, I saw this Tesla, and I've been seeing them quite a bit here lately for whatever reason. Um, and then when I heard, heard maybe a couple of years ago how much money a Tesla costs, which it's very, very, very expensive. And so I see people driving, driving them. I don't instantly think, oh, wow, they must be rich. Because some people are dirt poor driving Teslas and whatever else because that's where all of their money has gone. And that comes with, that makes them feel some kind of way. The, the whatever, the, the, I guess, the, kind of like a Michael Kors, I guess, that kind of thing. It's the top of the line car, one of the top of the line cars. So we have to be mindful of when we see things like that. And I'm not saying anything's wrong with having a Tesla um, if that's what you want. However, Rodney, you also mentioned um, the pe- what, like pay attention to the people that don't say much. How much attention do we pay to the people that do not have much in our eyes? Like from our standpoint, Whereas someone who may have a place to lay their head, uh, food, and can hold down their own, to them, that may be much. But to someone else, if they don't have the big car, the expensive car, I should say, the big house, and all these things that have been associated with success and being successful, and when you think about praying and when you talk about praying, to me, the things that we should ask for, and this is just for me and, and how I have come to look at prayer for me, it's more silence for me. 
It's just sitting down and silencing and quieting my mind so I can hear rather than ask. Because if I ask for something, it's going to be knowledge, wisdom, understanding, your grace, your mercy, your favor. That's what it's going to be. Because if we have those things, then maybe life, we will see life a little bit different. So I'm going to to read this before I turn it back over to you. It says, "A, a bar was being built in a town that was dry. A group of Christians opposed the construction and began an all-night prayer meeting, asking God to intervene. Lightning struck the building, burning it to the ground. The owner of the bar brought a lawsuit against the Christians, claiming they were responsible. The Christians hired an attorney, claiming they weren't responsible. The judge said, No matter how this case comes out, one thing is clear. The bar owner believes in prayer, and the Christians do not. I thought that was so cool. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. So it is. And so it made me think about something that I heard this week how we pray for miracles. We ask God for miracles. But rarely do we want to get in the fire so that miracles can come forward. Rarely do we want to be a part of the miracle-making process. Just just do it, Lord, but don't let me, don't let me have to get in the fire and be part of that miracle. Because if, you, if, if you're asking for a miracle, then you're in a situation. You're in a situation. So who else? Who else but us to be in that fire? Who else? And I think we look at, we, we expect life. And I, rem- I remember years and years ago, um, I was many, I think Brandon was like fifth, sixth grade. And I was really into um getting my life together, like with God and, and, and all of that. And I remember, and that was the first time I think to the degree that I was doing it. And it seemed as if all hell came up and out. And I remember thinking, nobody prepared me for this. Like when I walked up and rededicated my life, it was, you know, oh God, this is like you, you get all this all these things are gonna happen, but nobody said now, little sister, you better know. There's gonna be challenges. Yeah. More. You know, nobody really prepared for that and at the same time, nobody really wanted to hear about the things that was happening. I am so serious, like nobody wanted to hear I remember having to call or go to someone else's pastor um, for a conversation. And it was was just very, very interesting to me, like to have to leave my home church and go find someone else who had the time to talk to me. And so it's kind of like a show. When I read this about the, the bar, 
you know, it's like we, 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 we want all the, we want it to look right. But in order to look right, we got to be right. And I'm not saying holier than thou, you guys, because, again, I see Pharaoh so differently after really getting it. I see him so different. And I had read that story many times over. If it's one thing this year that has really um, helped me, not with not with just myself, but people as well. Like the thorn in the side, it's Pharaoh. It's Pharaoh. It's Pharaoh. And some days I'm Pharaoh. <laughs> I'm serious. It just has the one thing that has helped me, and that doesn't mean I have to always say this because it doesn't mean that I don't have my days. It doesn't mean I don't struggle sometimes with 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 life and people. It doesn't mean that. But if it's one thing I've learned to do this year, and I'm still learning and working on that, or I'll say maybe I should say one thing that I have come to acknowledge Um is that I have no control over anything or anyone. So I can't control anything or anyone. And I'm also learning the um, the importance of not being attached to people, to places, to stuff. Like, there were so many things that kept me wrapped up, tied up, bottled up, um, worrying about this, if it's going to happen, will it happen, all of those things. And guess what? Half of them, probably 90% of them, never happened. Never. All in the mind. So we create, we truly do create our own hell. Like you said about the chicken rotten. Eat fried chicken, okay. Eat baked tomorrow. Drink water. But what can you do about the fried chicken after you eat it? So enjoy it. I think we get so caught up um, with just stuff. Like we with words and things, and we don't understand. In order for you to see something as beautiful or all that, then you have to have some type of understanding about what's not beautiful. You can't have it one way. Evil. We have to have evil to embrace life. When it's good, we have to we, we have to have that. There's that brings that balance, and I think people we get so caught up sometimes. Uh, woe is me, um, why me? And I remember hearing somebody, why not you? Why not you? Why Jesus? So why not? Why not me? Why not you? And there's been so many times I just have had to laugh because 
I think about Pharaoh. Like, okay, okay, okay. Well, Pharaoh today. <laughs> and move on. <laughs> and not be so offended. Um, and it doesn't mean I'm never offended. But when I am, you know what I realize? That it's more about what's going on inside of me than what is coming from the person. I realize that there are still stores in some area that have thought about that offense. And we never know someone else. We never truly know someone else's story. Mm-hmm. And that may be, what I may be offended by may be their coping mechanism. And it may not be. But guess what? I can't take on that issue. And so I think we just take on too much and we try to control too much and we try to hold on to too much. Rather than just letting life, um, letting it go and letting it flow and just being who we are. I heard a song today and I never heard it before. I'm going to do it my way. It's called My Way. I'm going to do it my way. And I don't think that that, that song is, is, is coming from a part where not including God, but like not people. Because mm-hmm. most people, the, most times the people that we're looking at and comparing ourselves to and, and feeling um, like we have not had the same grace, mercy, favor, or whatever it is as other people, you never know the whole story. And you will never get the whole story. I don't care if you sit down with someone two, three times over. Because it's not your story. And you didn't experience the story. TMI, too much information around me, but I am having hot flashes. That's the new part of my life. You probably thinking, what thing? And I remember you hearing people in in you know past conversations about going, but they're having high pressure. I, I could have never imagined that it was truly this bad <laughs> like, <laughs> until I went through it. Like I don't even want to try to explain it because there's no way anybody will understand unless. They have gone through it. They will never understand it. But I remember yeah. thinking, oh, well, you know, okay, I get it. You are, you have it. And you just have this idea of you know what it is. Oh, no. You have no idea. And that's how we are with Christ. We can hear a story, but if you haven't experienced the story, you can have compassion for it, you can have empathy, all of that. But until you sit, in that experience until you sit in it, meaning you go through it, you will never fully understand. Doesn't mean we can't try mm-hmm. and that we should not have the conversation, but let's not try to own the story. Back over to you, Rodney. Timmy. Um, first, first, I want to read um, 
my friend uh, Christine's uh, comments. Uh, she said success, this was back when you first started talking. She said success doesn't always equal happiness. Um, happiness is priceless. And then this is another comment uh, that went along with what you were talking about. And she said, amen, we grew up poor, but I would go back to my high school days in a heartbeat, dot, 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 happy. Um it made me think a lot about some things that I've learned this year. Um, whether I learned them this year or I was kind of reminded um, this year. Because um, I know you and I had uh, talked about that, I think, briefly last week. And one of the things that I've learned recently, um, you know, is that don't be so quick. And I and I want to say reminded. This was not a learn. I'll get to learn stuff later. But I want to say reminded. Don't be so quick to give up on people or put people on a pedestal or think that you know people um, and anything that goes in that arena because um, with this pandemic, obviously school has been completely different than we've ever seen it. And there are some people um, who I would have never thought would step up in the way that they have in a good way. And these people have been so flexible. These people have been like just, you know, to put it in sports terms, like they've been all-stars. And I'm like, I would have never thought this from these people. And so, you know, you, you get one impression of people um, when when things are good, um, but when times are tough, you find out who you really have. You find out what people are made of because the the truth comes out. And so the people who, like, struggle when things are, you know, when things seem to be good may not be those people that you can rely on when times get tough. It may be those people that you that, that you're like, okay, like this person challenges everything I say or, you know, this person is just, you know, like I, most days I don't know how to take them. It, it, it's like, you know, you, you get a completely different person and you're like, wow, like I would have never thought, like during these crazy times, I would have never thought that I can rely on these people. And so, you know, just to remind uh, everyone else because, you know, Again, I don't think it's a lesson learned. I think it's a, you know, at least for me, it's, it, it's a reminder that, you know, different situations bring out different characteristics in people. And, you know, just because you think you know somebody when times are good, that doesn't mean that you're going to be able to rely on them when, when adversity strikes. And so you got to, you know, you got to make sure that you always keep in mind that um, when times change, so do people. 
So don't think that, you know, um, it, it's just like it's just like if you think about the weather, you know, you can rely on an umbrella um, when it's raining outside. You know, and then, you know, sometimes people use them, you know, to block the sun. But if it's partly cloudy, that umbrella is no good to you that day. So don't don't look at that umbrella and say, oh, man, like this umbrella is like my best friend. This is a lifesaver. Know that umbrella is your best friend today because, <laughs> because it's raining outside. Tomorrow, the mink. Coat might be your best friend, or you know, you know, the heavy coat like that might be your best friend. The next day, a pair of shorts might be your best friend. Like you just don't know. So, you know, uh, very few people um, are all seasons, and I think that's why people come into our life for a season and then they're gone because they're not all season people. And so just to remind everybody, like, just keep that in mind, keep that in perspective, and avoid burning bridges because you just don't know who you are going to need in what season, and you may not be able to pull them in and put them out of your life as you choose to. So be careful because... You just might need them one day. Back over you, Tammy. Well, Ronnie, for you, what has been your if if you have one? What if you have one? What has been your greatest challenge this year? Oh man, the greatest challenge. Um, ooh we. You want me to go first, uh, Tammy? Yes, go ahead. <laughs> and, my, and, 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 and before you go, Tammy, uh, I, I, I must apologize. My friend Woo Woo, not, <laughs> not Christine. She's talking about who's Christine. <laughs> oh my! And my friend Woo Woo, straight out of straight out of New Hampshire. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Tammy. <laughs> I'm going to be, it, it's, it's going to sound silly, you guys, but it, it's wearing the mask. That has been my greatest challenge this year. Mm. I simply just, it it just breaks me down. Like it takes, it, I feel like it takes all of the life out of me. I feel like I've fought cats and dogs for days when I take it off. And so that literally yeah. has been my greatest challenge because it's just mm. I don't do well with with it. Just I feel like I'm just being smothered, and um, so it kind of leaves me just just I don't know. And it's kind of one of those things. If you don't, if it doesn't have that effect on you, you won't understand it. I just really want. Now I do wear it. I do wear it, but I pay for it later. It takes me. If I have to wear it for a long time, I feel like I I have to catch up. I'm catching up. So I felt like for a while that I was never quite there in my day to day. Um. So that has been 
my greatest challenge. I I was never one to just have to be out and about, never liked huge, huge crowds. Um, love, love, love being home. Don't have to have a lot of people around me. Prefer not to. Um, I like small crowds. So that part was like, oh, yay, I got an excuse now. Can't come, can't go, <laughs> you know. So... Um, it wasn't that. It really has been wearing the mask. Tammy, so I'm your... gonna go with. So, so, <laughs> so I, uh, I, I must say that I was not expecting you to take the mask. That is so I funny know. to me. Uh, huh? I said I can I I because I know it sounds again unless unless it does that to you, you uh, someone will they just won't get it. Kind of like the hot flash. Yeah. Uh, no, I was, uh, you know, again, I was, I was waiting for like something like deep. <laughs> um, That's but deep. I don't think that I feel. <laughs> but I don't. But here's That's the thing, deep, Tammy. Man. I don't. I think that if you were to poll a hundred people, I think at least ten of them would have the same response, if not more. Um, mine would be uh, mine would be the adjustment that we had to make with Nadia. Um, it was a whole lot easier um, for, for a lot of different reasons, other than financially, of course, but it was a whole lot easier. It was a whole lot better. It, it was just, you know, um, a different time when Nadia could be home every day. You know, even though Tamari and I went to work and Nadia went to daycare, you know, just knowing that we would all be here um, every day, um, you know, as a family, um, you know, meant a lot. And then having to make having to make that change and really having to make a decision, like, you know, do you – do you go with the safe option of leaving your child with family or do you say, hey, like we'd rather our daughter be home every day and we take the chance of sending her to daycare? You know, so just like having to make that decision was was a challenge. And, you know, doing it week in and week out, you know, Nadi was here the week of Thanksgiving for the entire week because, you know, again, my principal let me work from home Monday and Tuesday um, just so that Nadia could be here. Um, and it was it was such a relief. It was so nice having her here. Um, you know, we're grateful to, to Mary's aunt, you know, for taking care of her. But, you know, you, you, you miss that time. You miss those days. But, you know, as parents – and. Again, other people may have made a different decision, but as parents, we decided that, you know, the health and safety of our child was more important than um, than her being home every um, every night. So I would have to say that has been the, the greatest challenge for me. I do want to also add, um, I thought I thought losing sports was going to be a challenge. I really did because, you know, I'm like I'm, you know, into sports. 
um, primarily football and basketball. And then the first sports back weren't even football and basketball. And then, you know, baseball is, you know, a little go-to in the summertime. And, you know, so being with all uh, being with all sports for a couple of months, it did not bother me. It did not bother me. And when when sports resumed again, it was NASCAR. So I kind of took a, took an interest in the NASCAR. Now, granted, it always helps when you you know when you got a little money involved. But um, you know, I took an interest into NASCAR. So I really thought that like I was going to be bothered by not having sports to watch. And it was like okay. I'll find something else, something else to do. And so, you know, I think that was one of the things that I learned about myself is that um, I am flexible. Um, I can adapt. Um, you know, obviously I don't want to, like, make that my 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 hallmark card. Like, I don't want to – I don't want that to be, like, my life. But, you know, I, I can um, and I have. So that's my question to you, Tammy. What have you learned the most about yourself this year? Oh wow. Um, I guess it would be that I. Let's say this. Um, I thought I was farther along in my journey of um, of change, um, and I'm not saying I'm saying that to say I in saying that I learned that you never really get there. Like if you're going transformation, change, and really turning yourself inside out and becoming unlearned um, or unlearning most of what you have learned um, is a challenge. And I feel like I have been doing it for so long that it should be over. Like there were days like I should be done with, with um, some of the feelings or emotions and, and things like that. Um, but it sometimes feel like the more I grow, the more is revealed that I have to uh, deal with. But what's good, and I said this earlier, is I no longer have a desire to not deal with them. Um, my peace is everything to me. My peace is worth my life. Like, that's where I am with that now. Like, nobody gets to take it away. And so I learned that there, there there's more work to do. Um, Mm -hmm. and not that I got to a place where I didn't think that I think I got to a very comfortable place and I used to describe it in this way that there's just hills, mountains, mountains, mountains that I've been going, that I've been, you know, traveling up and down, up and down and that I would get to a 
place where I'm at the top of the mountain and I used to look back um, and see just a hill there, a mountain here, da 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 But but it came a time where I felt like looking back was so much of me. I left so much of who who I had become behind me. And so now there's a new person that I sometimes feel like I don't know myself. Like, I feel new to me. And so in feeling that way, it, it becomes challenging because if you're new to yourself, then you're new to others. And not, not every, most people are not welcoming to your new self, your new you, especially when you are demanding when you when you just say it's it's not even that it doesn't even matter who the person is like it's not that serious because my peace is more important I'm sorry um, so that has been that I mean um, just being you know away from even the few people that I used to deal with you know just just having a lot more quiet time. Um, made me do a, much more reflecting. And so I've grown so much more this year than I ever have in my life. So, and I'm proud. I'm, pr- I'm so proud of that because, again, I, I, I am, I don't get it right every day, but mm-hmm. I think differently, I see differently, I hear differently, I try to respond differently. Um, and that's the hard part. That is that is the hard part, the response. Because the response is necessary, but in that necessity, it, you have to have the wisdom and you have to hopefully have gained some understanding of yourself and people and what situations or whatever. So, um, yep, just realizing that as much as I feel like I've grown, there's so much more. Like, get ready. There's so much more for you to grow. So, what about you? Um, I think for me, Tammy, I, I think where I want to go, um, I think it's become, you know, very important to me. I'm, I'm, I'm always someone who is um, thinking about the big picture, thinking about, you know, my next move. Like I, I, I it, it is very hard for me to get comfortable. Um, you know, and. and and so I'm always thinking about my my next my next move, um, you know, or you know, just you know, five years from now, ten years from now, and you know, I was I was looking today at, at uh, grad school programs, um, just because you know I'm interested in going back to school to get my doctorate, um, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't know how how long I will be in, you know, in ed- in education. I will always be connected to education in some way. 
but I don't know if I'll be one of those people who like, you know, um, you know, after 30 years, you know, re- be retiring from, you know, some uh, position in education. Um, but if I am, you know, I would love to go as far as I can, you know, in, in terms of like, you know, the next step would be a principal and, you know, down the road be a school superintendent, maybe even be the secretary of education, whether that's, you know, here in Virginia, whether that's the the United States Secretary of Education. Like I never limit, I never limit myself. I always think that, you know, if it can be done, like I can do it. Um, and, you know, I started doing this professional development workshop um, about six years ago, uh, about five or six years ago. And to be honest, I would love to do that full time um, just because I think there's a need for it. Um, and then, two, it's not like anything I've seen before. Um, it's, you know, and so I'm like, I have something that I think people would like, something that people would benefit from, something that is effective, uh, and even have gotten the, uh, that kind of feedback um, when I have done the workshop. So I would love to do that. I would love to, um, you know, travel, if it doesn't keep me away from my family too long, travel and, you know, do my workshop and meet new people and things like that. So I also know that having doctor in front of your name makes you more marketable. Um, you know, people want to listen to you and, you know, invite you to speak and things like that. So, um, you know, that's one of the things that have been on my mind. I had no idea that I would even consider moving back home um, or even close to it until, you know, this past summer, Tamaria's uncle called and um, there was a position, like he works for the State Corporation Commission, and there was a position, you know, in the state, um, in the state department. And I was like, well, shoot, if Tamaria gets a job, you know, in Richmond, I have to go to Richmond, like, you know, and so I, I I know that there was a time when I was like, eh, I would not want to go back home, um, you know, Northern Virginia is like, you know, the, the closest I ever wanted to get back home, but, you know, that interest was kind of, you know, sparked this summer, and I was like, you know what? I really don't have a problem going back home. I mean, because I can make what I'm making now um, or more, and the cost of living is like three to four times cheaper than what it is here. And so, you know, when I think about Nadia and, like, we could really have, like, a single-family house, um, you know, a nice yard and, you know, uh, a brand new construction for like half of what we pay now, um, you know, in rent, like that could be a mortgage. And our rent is, as as, as I heard them say on one show one time, Jamie, the rent is too damn high, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> um, just, just, <laughs> just thinking about those things, so 
learning a lot about myself, and, and I don't know if it comes with age. I don't know if it's, you know, maturity. I don't know if it's, you know, uh, just just life. But whatever it is, I'm okay with it. I'm happy with it. Um, the things that I think about now, the, 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 the way that I see my life shaping out, that, you know, the people that I want to be around, the people that I don't want to be around, um, you know, whatever it is, I'm okay with it because um, I have a very small circle um, of friends, of you know, very small circle of people who I talk to, who are people who I trust, um, you know, and and I'm okay with those people. Um, I think you mentioned uh, Facebook earlier, and I don't even get on Facebook as much as I used to. Um, I remember I got rid of the app just because it was taking up so much storage space on my phone a few months ago, and when I did that, you know, now I have to, like, you know, log in, like, the old-fashioned way, like, through Google Chrome, and I just, honestly, most most of the time, I don't even think about it. You know, I, I'll I'll go days and be like, oh, you know what, I haven't, I haven't been on Facebook. <laughs> you know, but it, it, it honestly does not bother me. I, I have found other ways to uh, to spend my time, you know, and, and so, um, you know, I'm, I'm appreciative of just life in general. So, um, those, those have just been some of my biggest takeaways, um, this year. Um, I just finished my, my third year as an assistant principal. Um, um, you know, so now, you know, I'm looking at the next step, which is, you know, which is to be a principal, whether that's here in Fairfax, whether that's in Northern Virginia, whether that's in a different state, back home, you know, I don't know. But um, I've learned a lot, and the things that I did not um, have experience with before, I'm experiencing them this year. So, um, you know, um, life, 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 is life is good and I, I am grateful for the people around me for the experiences that I've had and for the growth that I've seen in myself. Um I do uh want to shout out to Mary because last last year well no this year but you know she's coming up on a year where she's been doing her her podcast. You know, Tamaria has been has been uh like on the ball like with her business and uh doing her shows and um she showed me the other day where she's had over five hundred downloads um this year and so, you know, she's designing, you know, more T shirts and, and and you know, even though it has not made her a millionaire in, in a day, you know, she is progressing. Like she is like she has stuck with it, and you know, even when she can't do the shows live, she's starting to do them and and record them, you know. And so, um, you know, what 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 more can you ask for, you know? So happy to see her, you know, um, pursuing her dreams. Um, Nadia will most likely be in, uh, going to my school in 2021. 
uh, the teachers want us to, you know, enroll her. So maybe January, February, you know, we we we, we might do that. So Nadia, <laughs> Nadia invites me a student at my school. Uh, they have a program uh, called Community Peers that they do for the, uh, you know, for kids her age uh, for the preschool program. So so we'll see, Tammy. Back over to you. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's one thing I want to add. Um, you know, we we say things, um, and I say we, you guys, and this this came to mind as you were talking. See the change that you want to see in the world. And, you know, we say it, we hear it, people post it, but you guys, there is something simply amazing about that. Meaning when you really see change in yourself, you allow, there's more grace and mercy for others. Like there is less judgment, there is um, less finger pointing. Um, and I'm going to go a step further, and, and it, it doesn't disappear, but less angry as well. Most of the time when we, again, when we're offended, when something's going on, um, it really, I'm not saying that the other person or the situation is not what it is, um, but we have to, I found out that I had to be my own difference. Difference maker. I probably just made up some words, but that's 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 what it did for me. Like really seeing that those changes and recognizing with some understanding that there's so much more to go. Um, but when you find yourself calling yourself out on your BS, on your uh, judgment, on your thoughts. Um, when you pull, when you are, when you stand up to pull yourself out of your own hell, sometimes not knowing that you how you got there or that you were on your way there, but when you recognize it, um, there's a difference. Like I said, people are different, um, and maybe not they're different. You see them different, and you see them with understanding rather than. Um, I don't know. It's just with understanding, you 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 see that there's more there. That it's not just about this. Not just about this, and that everybody, whether they admit it or not, we all have something that we're going through, or something that we've gone through that has left its mark. And uh, Rodney, if, if we come to close, if you're okay with that, I, I if it's one thing that I could say to people as you prepare, as you prepare, don't wait. As you prepare to start tomorrow for 2021. Um, and, and I'll say Tamaria is also, as I get ready to go into this, Tamaria is also an introducer, a Bluff City Leadership introducer. Um, for those of you who don't know who Bluff, what Bluff City is, it's uh, 
my my other thing, my business that's about communication. And that's another thing. I just finished my recertification last week. Um, and I learned so much about myself again. Like I learned so much as I go through the process of what I go through with other people. Um, I'm allowed to see myself in a different way. And I was able to see that although I have been coaching people about effective communication and the power of effective communication and the power of the understanding that it brings, I realized that I had I had continued to bottle bottle some of my words up. Um which was leaving more on me. And so that's an area that I just declared a few days ago. And I had to go to someone and say, right or wrong, um, I'm not bottling words up anymore. Because there's a saying that I say that we're all one conversation away from a breakthrough, the breakthrough, the understanding that is needed in a relationship or in relationships. And I'm talking about uh, siblings. I'm talking about children, parents, friends. Um, And I truly believe that between, and this is somebody else's quote, not mine, between what is said but not meant and what is meant but never said, we lose each other. We lose relationships. And that means saying it, um, you've got to speak your truth. If something makes you feel some kind of way after you identify what it is, the whys and all that, and maybe not even after, but we have to be very intentional and smart about what we say, when we say it, and how we say it. You just can't go to anybody, blah, 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 blah. But there's someone waiting for a conversation, someone needing a conversation that has to be, that, that has, we have to have. And so um, I will say this as we start to wind it down and prepare. Get in touch with your words, with your feelings. Say what you mean. And a good example, and I, this is going to be a relationship for a couple's example, um, how many times all of us, someone says, well, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, this is over. And it's easy to say, it's easier to say, well, go on, bye, I don't care, do go. And they probably are not in the car to it before that feeling comes over of, no, I don't want this to be over. But it's easier to say, to save yourself so you think, rather than just say, no, you know what, let's step back a minute. I don't want it to go here. I don't want it like this or whatever. And that could be that could be across the board, not just in, in a love relationship. Um, but really own up to your feelings. If someone hurts your feelings, say it. Tell them. Play it out. Because they're not responsible if they don't know. 
and not everybody knows what we're feeling, where it's coming from, that they offended you, that you feel some kind of way, that you're having a rough day. Nobody, nobody, not everyone knows it. So um, that's one thing that I, I just would encourage people to do is you really, really, really start communicating effectively. Say what you mean, what you say. Don't hide the good stuff because you think that makes you vulnerable. Um, no, that, that helps you grow. That helps you grow. So um, I've been doing this since 2014, since 2014, and here it is 2020, and I'm still working to speak my words out rather than chew them up and send them inward into my spirit, into my soul, into my heart. We talked about guarding our heart. So um, start there and let it be in your prayer time if you are one that talks through your prayer time. You know, tell God exactly how you feel, what's going on, and what you want. Like, go big. I'm like Steve Harvey. If you're going to go, go big. That's what you want. If that's your big, ask for the healing of your mind, your spirit, your soul. Ask all that. Ask for somebody else's and expect it. I don't know if you guys are on and heard the story about the bar. I thought it was so funny. Maybe I'll end it with that one in case we got some new people coming on before we get off of here because, again, that is too funny, too funny. So I'll say um, you guys just, just love on yourself, love on each other. And 2020 has been a challenging year, but we are here. You, Rodney, Tamaria, Nadia, have my beautiful grandbaby, have one another one coming. Um, there's so much to be thankful for. There's so much that goes beyond COVID virus. God is still God. He's still doing. He's still there. And at the end of the day, COVID is, is, is COVID. It's real, but it's, it's not the end. And it's one thing we're all going to do is we got to leave here. we got to leave here. And for some, it was by way of COVID, there's still the flu, there's still cancer, there's still all kinds of things that are taking people out every day. I had a friend share with me, her nephew passed away, got sick on Saturday, wasn't feeling well, gone Sunday morning, not COVID. So, do it. Do it your way. Take your eyes off of people, places, things, and look inside. Look inside. It's all there. All there. Back over to you, Rodney. 
Tammy, I, I, I think that um, I don't I, I don't know if I could if I could sum things up better um, than you did just now. Um, I think that um, while there has been a lot to deal with recently, or a lot to deal with this within the past year. I think there's a lot to look forward to move uh you know as we move forward. I think that there's a lot in front of us. I think that there's a lot that we can um get our hopes up about um just because one um nothing is going to stay uh the same or nothing nothing is gonna stay bad forever. And so we have to believe that at some point things are going to turn. Um, but I want to remind everyone, whatever it is, and I know it's just, you know, uh, us talking, but I want to remind everyone that there's a reason why you have learned the lessons that you've learned, um, whether it was in 2020 or even before now. I know Tammy mentioned it, you know, earlier that, you know, we say every year, oh, you know, I'm ready for this year to be over, ready to move into the next year. And, and you know, we got to get out of that mindset, and it has to be, you know what? Throughout my life, I've learned these lessons, and here's how I'm going to apply those lessons to my life moving forward. So, yes, 2020 may have been, it may have been a rough year for you. Uh, maybe it has been rough on society. You know, I, I, I remember um how the how the world reacted when Kobe Bryant died back in January. I remember how things, you know, were when when COVID first started. I remember how things were when schools shut down and um, you know, everything went virtual and um you know, I remember all of those things. But I also remember my own life. I also remember, you know, my daughter uh, you know, having to make an adjustment. I also remember uh, getting a part-time, uh, well, not even a part-time job, but I remember, you know, getting a second, you know, uh, job just because I'm like, you know what, I'm going to make the most of this time. I remember uh, when we lost sports. I remember when we got sports back. You know, I remember, um, you know, kids going back into the building and uh, just so many things have gone on recently, but I also don't forget about, you know, the sacrifices that my parents made. And, you know, I don't, I, I don't forget the day that I graduated from college and, you know, it was such a relief for me just because of, you know, the things that I had been through in terms of like dropping out of school and, you know, going through a divorce my last year in college and, you know, so I remember all of these things. So it's not just the things that have happened within the last, you know, year. I remember things that happened before now. And it's important that all of us take those things and see what we can do to make life better moving forward. And if you don't make life better for you, make it better for someone else. If your childhood was not the greatest, okay, 
make it better for your child. You know, how are you stepping up your game? How are you applying what you've learned throughout your lifetime? How are you guarding your heart? What are those things that you need to cut off? Who are those people that you need to cut off? Who are those people that you've been ignoring that you may need to start talking to? Who are those people that you need to forgive? Who are those people that might have the answers to your questions or the solutions to your problems? But so far, they haven't been that important to you. Make the time to evaluate your life and then see how you can improve going forward. That is what I'm going to do, and that is what I'm going to challenge everybody to do. Um, one quick thing, Sammy, before we before we get out of here. Um <laughs> A surprise to me yesterday, I was nominated. I got a certificate. And for the first time in my life, I got some flowers, Tammy. I got some flowers yesterday. But I was nominated for uh, Outstanding School-Based Leader, um, so I was grateful for that. It it was a complete surprise to me because, you know, <laughs> um, I was not expecting wow. uh, to be nominated or anything, so um, I did get uh, I did get that uh, uh, certificate that plaque yesterday, um, and it came with a nice set of flowers. And I was told to go home and act like you know I bought too many flowers, but I can't do all that. <laughs> oh my goodness! Acting is, acting is not in my is not in my my uh, my, my my forte. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, that's a that's, Thank that's you. great. That's huge. Congratulations. Yep. So so uh, counting down, it it, it has been. Uh, that was a nice ending to <laughs> ending to uh, the first part of our first part of our school year. And now, are you all done for the holidays? No, uh, we got the rest of this week, okay. and then next week, and then we're done. Okay, okay. And then we'll right, go back right. January 4th. So, yep. So, in uh, class I am enjoying. The, the kids are in class, uh, or are they still virtual? Most of them are still virtual. Uh, we have we do have some kids mm-hmm. in the building about, we got about 21 kids in the building, 25 at the most. Um, okay. And then everybody else is virtual. Okay. Okay. Well, yep. so you guys, that, that is, is my good news. <laughs> that's wonderful news. Wonderful. Wonderful. And and you look at your story, Rodney. I I I just uh, even and even our connecting and all that. And if you've been with us a while, you've heard about that. But um, you know, you guys, you just never know. You just never know who you are entertaining. Um, so we just hope that you guys have 
you know, a safe rest of 2020. Don't sell yourself short. Believe it so you can achieve it. That's that's all part of faith, you guys. And some people hear that and, and they think you're losing your mind. And, and so, man, I think it's so, so easy. There's so much to that, so much to that. When I find myself feeling down, like having negative thoughts, I quote, I am that I am. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I can do all things through Christ Jesus. And there was a time I would say that that I really could say I didn't believe that. Like it was just words. It was just words. And there's not a lot that I want. I can't, I really can't think of anything that I just want right now. Other than peace, love, happiness, my family, my loved ones, my friends, all to be okay, everybody to be okay. Um, not things or anything like that, just, just not there for me anymore. Um, I just challenge you guys to get in your, your safe place, your quiet place, silence your mind, remove the distractions. Keep it real. Be real. Um, do you? Because the only way you know what parts of you that you don't need to do, just like if if you know ugly, then you know pretty. You have some knowledge of it. So in order to know what not to do, sometimes you just have to do it. Like Biden says, you ate the chicken, okay? You ate it. But sometimes what 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 we do and how we feel about what we do keeps us from going there, going to that place. And that place where Ryan was talking about prayer, you know, we talked about the heart and all of that. So if you get um hungry for a butterfly evolution, go back and look at one of listen to one of our old shows. There's plenty of them out there. Um well, as I know, Tamara's going to be on still every uh, right through the end of the year. Maybe jump over there on some of the Sunday nights that she's on and and show your support there. Um, but just find find your space, find your zone, that zone that feeds your soul, that feeds your spirit, that feeds your mind, that keeps you in a good place. So much so that when you are in a different place, you can pull yourself out or you can call on someone that will help you pull yourself out. Um, as far as I know, this will be our last show unless we just get the itch to come back on and do something. But as far as we know, this will be the last show. Again, if you want to just jump out there and listen to one of the old shows, please feel free to do so. There are plenty of them out there. Um, and just in case we had some people come in, I really want to read this one more time, this bar story, because I think it's so funny. Um, so it goes, a bar was being built in a town that was dry. A group of Christians opposed the construction and began an all-night prayer meeting asking God to intervene. Lightning struck the building, burning it to the ground. The owner of the bar bought a, bought a lawsuit against the Christians claiming they were responsible. The Christians hired an attorney, claiming they weren't responsible. The judge said, 
No matter how this case comes out, one thing is clear. The bar owner believes in prayer, and the Christians do not. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's praying time. Maybe if we did more praying, asking for this uh, COVID to go away, then we'd be talking about it and feeding it. That is just funny to me, Tammy. It really is. It really is. So I thought that was too cute. And I was going to tell you where, where this is. This this site, uh, it's Pastor Chuck Wendell. He has just a wonderful website. But it's um, if you want to go and look, there's articles. There's actually a 30-day challenge that I signed up for um, where you do 30, 30 minutes of prayer, meditation, or whatever, um, for 30 days. So it's just a lot out there. And that's, again, uh, Pastor Chuck Swindle, S-W-I-N-D-O-L-L. So that's all I have. I'll be, hopefully, by the time we come back on, I'll be another grandmother to a boy. Um, so I'm excited about that. Congratulations, Tammy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love, I love it, I love it, I love it, love it. Wish I could, could, could have her more, but the parents won't let her go. Y'all be praying for that while y'all praying. <laughs> so, but it has gotten better. I feel about two times a week now, so I had her today. As I said, so that's just, it's such a blessing to be able to see see your baby's baby. So yeah. it's an honor. It really is such a blessing. Such a blessing. So that's all I have, Rodney. Um, I hope you, I'll be talking to you guys soon. But everybody, um, have a wonderful 2020 and, you know, start now. Start now. Don't, don't, don't move too fast. Just. Stay in the moment and uh, get through where you are. Back to you, Adam. Uh Tamaria says good night and uh, uh, again, congratulations to uh, to you, Tammy, uh, to Brandon, to Stella, to your to your family. Um, and we are looking forward to hearing about uh, uh, the birth of the new one. Um, because I'm sure you are going to be excited, and, and as soon as you can, I know you're going to be spending a lot more time with these grandbabies. Um, to everyone, thank you guys so much. Um, I see Cousin Diane uh, joined us um, back towards the beginning of the show. Uh, thank you for always supporting us, for always uh, tuning in, for always being here with us. Uh, and just to everyone, um who is a supporter? Um, I know my friend. <laughs> I'm not gonna call her Christine, even though she's gone to bed. <laughs> but to my friend Woo Woo, who has been supporting us uh, since the very beginning um, of this pandemic, uh, way back in it was either March or April. I have to go back and look and see when she started tuning in, uh, along with some of the other teachers um, at our school. But uh, thank you to to them and all of our new listeners. Um, this year, thank you to um, those of you who've been 
listening to Butterfly Evolution and supporting us um, since day one, even before um, I joined. Um, but thank you guys. We appreciate it. Even if you're listening to this show um, after uh, after we get off the air, those of you guys listening to the archive show, it is nice to go back and see um, people listening to the show the next day or the next month and sometimes even a year later. So it's always refreshing to see that. So we really appreciate you guys. Uh, we hope that you will continue to follow us and support us um, in 2021. And uh, my request and my hope is that you guys will be more engaged and asking questions and commenting, and maybe we can even get back to um, having special guests on the show. But we'll see how things shape out in 2021. Until then, uh, we hope that you guys uh, celebrate the holidays however you choose to. Uh, we hope that you have a, a, a happy new year. Um, and if nothing else, uh, come back in 2021 with a renewed mind and a joyful spirit. Have a great week, and we'll see you next year, same time, same station. Good night, everybody.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.